Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Quantum Spirituality right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Dr. Tom Negalo. And he's going to be bringing his wonderful ascending master, Kuthimi, in. And Kuthimi is a wonderful spirit that he channels that's going to be answering some of our questions today, but also imparting some knowledge that we need. Where does Kuthimi come from? Well, he's a collective energy of St. Francis Ossie of Pythagoras. I'm probably saying that all wrong. And the Shejan, the Indian leader who built the Taj Mahal. Uh, And it's the common energy of these three of vibration of unconditional love and boy do we need unconditional love in the world at the present moment dr tom has been doing this for a very long time for over 30 years he's been um, a channel leader healer teacher and author Uh, he does has a private practice and he uh, helps people can kind of navigate their life and where they need to go and i think at the present moment boy do we need some navigation where in this crisis as we keep hearing all the time and really is it a pause is it a time for us to rethink revalue you know renew our life our practices uh, what's really important in life one of the things and being asked to be isolated we've truly understand the value of being able to be with family or be able to go out and meet friends or just simply go for a meal and in some cases even go out for a walk We've taken a lot for granted, and I think it's high time that we start appreciation and gratitude of what we do have and take this pause, this gift of time, and what we can do with it. And Tom here is going to impart his wonderful wisdom and of Kuthumi's wisdom along the line, where Kuthumi will come in when he's ready to come in. And Tom, we need help at the present moment, don't we? We need some guidance. Well, uh, more I think more than, than help, uh, what we're looking for is the way to move ahead and start to really create the things that we want to create. Um, and if this is a pausing time, and I think that it's a good idea for us as human beings to pause regularly, mm-hmm. to see that what we're doing is moving us forward, moving what we want forward, moving our relationships, our business, and most importantly, moving ourselves uh, into the place that gives us the most joy and the most happiness and beginning to really look at or continue for some people of course continue to look at what's really in in the way of that what's what's keeping us from getting to those places that we really want to get to that's important yeah and that's really the uh if you will the purpose of the channeling that i do Mm -hmm. is not to tell people what to do or how to do it or uh, predict some future thing. Um, It's really about supporting people and seeing clearly where they are, uh, where they wanna go, and support them in creating and finding a path to get there. Yeah, that is actually something 
for the years of my own uh, practice and, and for the years of doing these interviews, um, where so many people just do not know, you know, where is my joy? Where is my purpose? What is my instrument? You know, I just, I know I'm good at that, but I don't really enjoy it. You know, there isn't any heart connection to this. And I think for a lot of people, their self-discovery is, you know, what turns their heart on? Because when your heart is engaged in it, you'll find the ability to do it. You'll discover this is your instrument, your calling, your purpose in life. But for so many people, because they're living in conditions, society's expectation and dictation and tradition, that they actually haven't given the of themselves permission or don't even know how to ignite that heart and seek something that's joyous that they can step into and then bring forth to everyone else. Yeah, you really, I think, keyed on something very important is they don't know how. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's a major thing because it's, it's easy to read a book or listen to a tape or think that that's how they're going to get there. Um, it may help some and it may trigger some things that support them. But for the most part, uh, the how do I get there has been uh, for the work that I do and also the work that my wife does uh, and then we do together, is how do you get there? What things do you do? We live in a three-dimensional world. Yes. And in order to have change, in order to create change, uh, you have to get out there and change something. So very often what people do is they go out and they change something and they change it again and they change it again, looking for the thing out there that's going to make the difference to them. And it isn't in the change that this is going to sound a little strange. It isn't in the change that change occurs. Actually, it's in the looking from inside out. Yes. We begin to find who you are. And without that discovery of the energy, the vibration, the actual physical feeling in the body of who you are, it's, a, it, it's, it's tough because there's a lot of stuff out there and you've been doing this a, a while and mm -hmm. you know that there's a lot of things out there. Yes. Some of them work, some of them don't. And it's sometimes very difficult to distinguish between the two. But when you have a real true vibrational energetic experience based in real physical energy, and I'm talking about particles. Yep. Not some idea of energy thing out there, whatever that may be. Or, or a plug into the wall. Oh, right. <laughs> That's a different kind of energy. That'll move you a little bit too. So. <laughs> um, so until you have that vibrational experience, boy, it's, it's tough. Because that when you go out into the world and begin to create, what are you looking back at to create from? Yeah. Where yeah. are you creating from? Are you creating from the way it's always been? Well, you may get new stuff, but it's the same, same stuff you had before, only it's new. Instead of the same old stuff, you got the same new stuff, you know? Yes. Yeah. So it's extremely important, essential to, um, to get to that experience of who you are inside. And you were talking about passion then once you have that, being able to experience and most importantly use that passion to get out in the world and do what it is you want to do 
um, again, it's a it's a difficult climb up up that hill. But the willingness has to be there. You know, and we're, we're in a society where everybody thinks, as they say, they can just read a, a book, download an app, and it's all going to happen. And, you know, I think one of the big things missing in life, and, you know, when I've interviewed your wonderful wife, Shelley, we've done a couple of shows together here, and it's about the participation in your own life. You have to be willing not just to recognize you need change, but be willing to participate in the journey of change. Change doesn't just happen, oh, I'm going to change things up. That's it. Now, I'm willing to take the journey one foot in front of the other in that discovery of self, of life, of this higher energy, of this higher consciousness. And that's me stepping into kindness, stepping into caringness, stepping into love. That love vibration frequency at such a high frequency. We can't just jump up there. You know, we have to turn our volume up to get up there. And that means we really have to be willing to do the work to get there. Yes, you, you, you got to want to. Yeah. And what that means is letting go of, well, it means really two things. Letting go of, um, of what you've been living on and through and with and the willingness to go where you haven't gone before. Yeah. And that's more than anything the most frightening thing. Uh, being human animals and living in gravity we get used to certain ways of doing things and being and thinking and feeling, and they're comfortable. Now, comfortable doesn't necessarily mean that we like it. Right. Some, some things we like, some things we don't like. But even with the don't like, we're still comfortable with it. We, we've seen it before. So to be able and willing to let go of all of that then that's what is most important. That's the, that's the gotta wanna. Yeah. The willingness to, um, you know, you talk about, um, you know, being grounded, you know, this has always been one of my problems. I'm not an earthbound person. I'm very much cosmic being. And for a long time, just putting feet on this ground, you know, is just feeling all the pain and the suffering. And it's like, oh, being human is really hard. <laughs> and for me, the journey has been reversed, not getting in touch with my cosmic and, and universal energy, but getting in touch with the earth energy in a way that I could actually cope with it. And I think this is something that people forget. We, we live so much from the head up. You know, the logics, the brain, what we've been told, the programming. Um, and we don't ignite the soul, the intuitive knowledge that resonates with our heart, that gets our spirit into action, where our mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know. We don't know how to trust our knowingness, do we? And that knowingness is the ignition of all of it, not just the thoughts. Yes, and in order to get to that natural knowing, it's even more than a natural knowing. It's a natural feeling. Mm -hmm. Feel the knowledge. Don't know. Don't think the knowledge. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's not what we're taught. We're not grounded in that. No. We're not based in that. No. We're based in think it out, think it through. Yes. And we have difficulty in getting to the body, the physical experience that is centered in the body that really the body triggers the thinking. We think of it most of us think of it in the other way around. Right. Our thinking triggers what's going on with the body, and, and that's simply not true. I've also, about a little over 30 years, 30 years ago, uh, created something called cellular energy releasing, 
and that is a, a body method, a method of getting into the physical body, the tissue, and both changing the energy and the physiological structure of the body so that people start to let go of those things that have them captured. Mm. Boy, so and needed. It, yeah, mm. and in doing that, what happens is you become more body-centered and less thinking-centered. Right. Yeah. That doesn't mean you lose your thoughts. That doesn't mean your memory goes away of all the things. That, no, what happens is you begin to learn to use that thinking, use that creative thinking, use the knowledge creatively and on purpose, rather than reacting to it yeah. helter-skelter. It's the wisdom of how to do it, isn't it? The wisdom of the knowledge. And knowledge yeah. is just data, isn't it? It's a whole load of things that we've accumulated in our lives that is bombarded to us all the time. It's also in our DNA, ancestral and, and physical DNA, um, or cosmic DNA of, uh, of knowledge that is there. But if we don't know how to use it, if we don't have the wisdom to know how to use that knowledge, all it is is a great huge database that's floating around that confuses us more than anything else. Right, and we'll use it based on what we've been doing. Yeah. Sometimes that'll work, sometimes it won't work. Um, and, we, and we label things very, uh, very distinctly as human beings are. The reason we're so successful as an animal, because we are the best at recognizing patterns, uh, learning how to use them, and then passing them along to the next generation. So as you start to recognize patterns and feel what is going on within that energy, that again, physical energy, I'm talking uh, physical stuff, electrons, photons, all those little things as the basis of energy and learn to experience that, use it, and then create from that energy. Uh, people say, well, you know, I'll, it's a very common thing for folks to say, well, I'll let the universe bring it. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Well, what actually is the universe? Particles. Yes. Space stuff. What are, we? You know, <laughs> what are we? What are we? We are star particles. <laughs> yes. We are literally pieces, little pieces of stuff from stars mm -hmm. and in this form. Uh, so you were talking before about uh, being grounded and, you know, in, out in the universe as well but you get have more trouble. You've had more trouble being yeah. grounded. Yes. So if you look at it from the point of view that it's all energy. Yeah. It's all star stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, all of it, the stuff that is day to day, um, rote, a common boy, this is boring. I hate my job, whatever. If you can begin to come to the place where that is also an experience of universal energy, you're just holding it and thinking about it in a certain way, then you can master that physical, three-dimensional, physical, universal, I got gravity going on today stuff, mm -hmm. as well as the, expand, the expansion into the universe, into the energy of the universe. Not that you're going to go floating away. I've been doing this a long time and I haven't seen that happen yet. <laughs> I'm open to it. <laughs> you know, the conscience does, you know, I yeah. kind of, I, I kind of I leave everything and, and people say, well, what is it like? And I said, it is everything and nothing. 
yeah. you know it is it's all the knowledge you ever want but it but it is an absolutely space of nothingness and everythingness and but there is no body you know to to ground you in there and it's just you are a space you are a part yes. of everything you and, it, and yeah. it is you yeah exactly and, and it's so peaceful <laughs> yeah and that's really the the grounding for the um for the channeling that i do with katumi mm -hmm. um and and all the channeling that i do is i'm what's called a trance channel mm -hmm. i go into a deep meditative trance um, I have, I, I, for me, I close my eyes and after a while, everything goes to black. Mm -hmm. I have no experience. I was going to say on the other side, but there really is no other side. Mm -hmm. There's just expansion. I have no experience of that or what it is or anything about it. And the next thing I know, I'm coming back into my body. Right. And I've not heard anything. I don't have any memory of what I've said or the people I channel with or for what they've said. Um, so it's it's the that expansion that over the years for me that has given me that ex exact experience that you're talking about the mm -hmm. ability to be grounded in the three-dimensional world and certainly the healing work that i do grounds me there and then the expanding into the universe um expanding out and opening opening myself to that katumi energy mm -hmm. So I really live in, in both worlds, but I'm very aware that, you know, floating around when I'm driving, not such a good idea. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So again, I'm, I'm an at-choice channel. I say when and, and um, you know, what's, well, not what's going to happen, but I say when it's going to happen. Now, I tune my body to the vibration that I feel Katumi is, mm -hmm. and that's what comes through. Now, you're a, a master channeler in the sense that you are, you know, um, particularly channeling the, these ascended masters. And yes. that is your, you know, everybody's given an instrument and, and this is your instrument to play. But we also can still channel uh, knowledge, just particle knowledge, you know, the knowingness is that we don't have to all be masters to open up our channels to receive the information we want. You know, people say, I'm manifesting the knowledge. What are you doing is opening up those channels to be open to receive the knowledge that will come into the soul, the heart, the spirit, and into the knowingness. And anybody is capable of doing that. You know, yeah. obviously not to the scale that you're at, because this is a gift that you've been given. But we've all been given particular gifts, particular instruments. And if we open up to that channeling of that knowledge, it will guide us through in how to use that instrument the best way possible. Yeah. Again, there's a, for me, it's a willingness to have that energy move through me. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're right. Anybody, well, we all channel. We all do. It's not anybody can. We all do. If you've ever had an experience of perhaps knowing something when you don't think you should have, mm -hmm. um, you think of somebody and all of a sudden they call you, you know, and, and you haven't talking, talking, haven't talked to them in a year and a half and you're thinking, gee, I should call that person. And then they call you five minutes later. You know, that's an awareness of the universal energy. Yes. And the deja vu to, you know, the feeling I've been here before, or I've done this before and all yes. of that. Yeah. yeah. And that's all tapping into that energy that we've been talking about. Yeah. So there's nothing unusual about it and really nothing unusual about what I do, except 
I'm practiced. I yeah. do it on purpose. Yes. Not ha with most people, it's kind of haphazard. Mm -hmm. um, but over the years, um, I've trained myself in that energy. And so it, so for me, it's, it's part of, uh, you know, part of how I live my life. When, when I started to channel, uh, at first I said, well, I'm not too sure about this. Mm -hmm. I was familiar with channeling. I had seen a channel or two over the years, but wasn't really that impressed. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm have a kind of a scientific mind. So I look at things that, okay, so how would the cell, how do the cells do that? When somebody says, Oh, I found this great vibrational machine and this and that and the other thing. I say, good, fine. So how does it do that? How does it affect the cells, the chemistry? What's going on with the neurology? And if somebody can answer those questions, well, I'm good with it. But for most people, they just kind of accept it. Yes that is doing this, mm -hmm. um, but I need to know deeper. Um, so when I started the channel, I said, okay, uh, if this is real, what'll happen is people will get value from it. Mm -hmm. And if they don't get value, then it isn't real and I'm simply not gonna do it. So I always had, and still do, have had my eye on, uh, is are people getting value from what I'm doing from the channeling? Uh, and and the other work that that we do, um, and so over the years that seems to have happened, and we'll keep doing that uh, until it doesn't, which I don't think is going to happen. But yeah, <laughs> and again, you know, we don't always decide that. You know, the, the um, this is the thing is stepping into allowing, isn't it? You know, it is we want to live our lives by manual and we want to know you know what's there tomorrow you know uh, what's down the road for us and and uh, you know I'm I've been a reader all my life I can see the possibilities I can see the paths ahead for some people uh, but it's it's just a, a, a like a map you know this is the road that you've got but make sure you have the right things in your backpack to walk it because you've got to be able to walk it but if there's a fork in the road it's your choice and you're going to take that road based on you know, the knowledge you have at the time. And sometimes yeah. we take wrong directions. Sure. But are they wrong? Are they just there to teach us something? Are we there to acquire a skill, you know, to get back on track? And I don't think there's any such thing as kind of failure. You know, I think failure is when, we, when we're unwilling to do anything to move forward at all. Um, but I think uh, life's lessons sometimes are going to knock us on our backside. But it's that getting back up and go, oh, okay, all right, I'm, I'm not going to do that one again. And, and it's yeah. learning always from it, but allowing, allowing that energy to also guide you. Because we really want to be in control, don't we? And we want to dictate how everything is going to happen. And that, I think, is where we go wrong. We can have a blueprint of what we desire, but then we've got to allow those energies to guide us forward. And if we tune in, we can hear that knowledge that's going to guide us forward yes it's a uh, it's an old survival human survival mechanism to keep doing those patterns mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. when people especially when they become a little more conscious or much more conscious they start start down this thing called a path uh, which is interesting because the path looks like it leads somewhere rather than the path being the purpose. Mm -hmm. The purpose mm -hmm. isn't to get somewhere. The purpose in life, I think, 
Tom's never to be humble opinion, <laughs> is to be on the path and do it as clearly and as passionately um, and with as much unconditional love uh, as you possibly can. And as you go down the path, like you said, you know, think you're going to go right and left and things will work, things won't work. And that's the key, I think, to being clear about your passion and clear about mm -hmm. the path you're on. Very often, both in the coaching that Shelly and I do and the channeling, people ask, well, I am, am I on the right path? Mm -hmm. And the answer almost invariably is, are you on a path? Then you're on the right one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there is no right or wrong, yeah. actually. And how I like to look at things in my life in general is not only is there no right and wrong, there's no uh, evil and good. There's no positive and negative. There's energy and how we experience it. And either we like something or don't like something. Mm -hmm. So if we can break it down to those two basic things, is this something I like or is this something that's working for me and what I say I'm passionate about and how I want my life to be, or is it not? Yeah. If it isn't, stop doing it. You know, listen to the call. You know, I know that um, I've always got people giving me advice. You should do this. You should do that. And I say, I can't do anything that my core doesn't agree with. And that's my whole, my heart and soul's union here. If yeah. it says, don't do it. No, you can't do it. It doesn't matter how wonderful the advice is. It's not for me because my core will not allow me to do it. And yes, that means that's, it's not right for me. That's all. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's most important about clearing the physical body. Mm -hmm. Because the core isn't just some idea. Mm -hmm. Actual, physical, three-dimensional, vibrational energy feeling. And as you clear to that, as you become more and more clear in yourself, then what happens is you become enlightened. I think that's what enlightenment is, if it's anything. Yeah. It's the experience in, of and in who you are. So yeah. that no matter what happens, no matter where you go, it's, you're done. You're complete. If, for me in my life, I'm finished. Mm -hmm. It's over. I'm done. I have nothing more to get. Now, I have stuff I want to do. Yes. And things I need to learn. But there isn't anything that I, that I don't have that I need to find outside of myself. Mm -hmm. And that's the realization that uh, when I say I'm done, that's what, I, that's what I mean. You know, I'm not out there looking for myself or looking for yes. an experience of anything that's going to give me something. Because years ago, I got that all that's in me. And if I'm not sure about something, then take a look inside, feel it, what's there, then go in the world and, you know, take two by fours and put it together. Exactly. Um, you know? Be careful you don't get the cosmic two by four reminding <laughs> well, you, right? <laughs> that's happened from time to time. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I've had a few of those. And, yes. um, you know, over two years ago, I was given a blueprint. And it's, it's a desire of what my work will end up being. And the blueprint, I, for me, is I'm a visualist, so I, I built it in graphics and I built a site to what this is. And it's, it's been there waiting 
um, and just been nurtured and guiding and, and updated and, and um, slowly being developed as it should be. And every time I think, oh, I'm finally going to be getting there and be able to kind of open those doors and move further, something comes along to kind of disrupt it. And Hagla's the rune, the Celtic rune disruption is there because a part of what work I do is to disrupt people's complacency or, you know, yes. stagnancy is that I'm, I'm yes. there to disrupt that and shake it up to show them there's another route or another way, just, you know, get out of the comfort zone, right? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's interesting because I think in my lifetime, I will complete that. But one of the things I had to surrender to is when, and how just nurture the vision of what I believe it is there for, but how it is meant to happen with whom and when there's almost a surrender there. I am open and ready to receive, but I will receive it when the time is ready. Yes. You have to be ready to, uh, I tell people I'm, I'm a kind of a mix between mother Teresa and Attila the Hun. <laughs> You know, do whatever is, is necessary to support people in, in moving their lives when they say they want to. Yes, yes. Um, and in that, uh, that's, that's kind of where both Shelly and I live our lives, that um, we're not willing to let people go and they tell us that that's what they want. Mm -hmm. not, we don't not let people go. We don't give up on them. Right. As yeah. long as they stay willing, we're there with them, support them, teach them, and, and do what we do. Right. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's putting the paintbrush in their hands and saying, there's the canvas. Close your eyes and paint. Yep. Uh, right? Let the yep. soul, yep. let the heart paint. You know, let, let the inner picture come out. You're so dictatorial with what it should be from the vision, from the head. But when you allow the heart and soul to come out and have its voice... And then you step back and look at what's there. And it's an incredible awakening. And I think this is what people are wanting right now, isn't it? You know, this whole virus thing that's going on at the present moment. For me, I look upon it as a gift of time. It's a gift of time for people to pause, to take, to renew, to rethink, to look at their lives and go, am I living my life from a place of passion? Is this what my heart desires? You know, do I look forward to every day getting up and doing this same old thing because it, that energy is within me to expand out? And I think if you're getting no to any of those questions at the present moment, this gift of time is for you to review, well, what do you need to do in order to ignite that heart, soul, and spirit to step into something that you love doing that is a contribution to society as a whole? Yeah, the, again, what are you really, really passionate about yeah. from the inside out? Yes. You know, and it takes work to get there. Yeah. I don't want to make this sound, and I, I know you don't either, want to make this sound like, oh, well, just, you know, not like that. No. It takes real, serious, committed work, however you do that, um, and, and to get yourself to that place of really experiencing the passion. Yeah. Uh, I think now we've been talking about this. I think it's a good time to bring in Katumi. Wonderful. Uh, and what will happen is um, I'll take some deep breaths for a short time. Um, you'll see some change in my face and really my body because you can't really see my hands. My hands kind of bridge. Um, but 
Uh, so he'll talk for a period of time, a short period of time, because we're going to do just a short channeling. And uh, then he'll tell you it's time to ask some questions and ask whatever questions you want to ask. The only questions, and this is uh, generally with my channeling, the only questions that um, the channeling for me doesn't answer is future prediction. Mm -hmm. Um, should I, you know, should I question, should I move to, you right. know, Kansas and marry this guy? Um, <laughs> Katumi is also very good with medical questions so that people who are listening to this know that very accurate with that. Um, and like I say, then he'll tell you it's time to, to ask a question again, just ask away. We'll take, I think it probably usually takes about two or three questions after uh, he speaks and uh, we'll just see what happens. Okay. All righty. All righty. Um, I will see you later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, also just so that you know, he comes through with the personality of the Shah, the Shah Jahan. Okay. So it's a little Indian kind of spirit. Okay. Wonderful. Well now, and good day to you, my dear. And how are you on such a fine day that this is? Honored to have you here with us today. Very good, very good. And so, let us speak for a bit about uh, the passion of not knowing, you see. Why do we say the passion of not knowing? Because not knowing can be a frightening thing, can it not? Yeah. But we're not talking about the not knowing of ignorance or the not knowing of lack of something to do or understand. We are talking about the not knowing of letting go of what you know, you see. Because creating, which is what human beings do, given their physicalness and their anatomy and their energy of the universe, human beings are creative machines, you see. So being a creative machine, what is the first thing that you must have? The first thing that you must have is something to create and then something to create from. Those go together. In order to create, you have to have a machine that creates. And in order to create something, you have to have where the machine is putting it or what the machine is making, if you will. The dilemma is that the machines of human beings that you all have been with, using, watching, learning, you see, are machines that are full of information not necessarily a bad thing. However, 
the information that you are creating from currently gives you what you have had. Yes, you cannot have anything other than what you have had if you are using the information that you already have. If you want to make more of what you already have, fine. If you want to, however, create something different, a different path, a different creation, a different thing, a different experience, a different energy, what must you do? What you must do is let go of all of that. Now, I do not mean get rid of it. If you have a nice car and a nice house, very good, keep them if you wish. But in order to create, you must let go, be willing to let go of everything and go into the experience, the vibration of not knowing. Not knowing is a very powerful place to live in, particularly when you are creating. Because from not knowing now, you can look at what is really necessary to have and do and create what you wish, you see. But not knowing is not an easy place to live in. Because you are dependent on certainty. You are dependent on usual. You are dependent on sameness. Not knowing takes all that away. You see, and when you can say when you're creating, what am I creating? I don't know. <laughs> then go passionately into the place of finding out. Mm-hmm. When people say to us, I don't know what I'm passionate about. Okay, that is very good. Fine. That is a good place to begin. You don't know. Excellent. Very good. Now be passionate about finding out. And then they may say, how do I do that? And I say, by not knowing. But if I don't know, how do I do it exactly? By not knowing. And as this sinks into their brains, then in some time, working with it, they go, oh, I understand now. I don't know. Now I can create fully from that experience, that vibration, the feeling in the body, you see. And so in having this experience now, what happens now? You can truly create the wonderful experience of being human in the world, because that's what you are. Can you imagine taking a star as some building blocks of material and making something out of them? That would be fun, would it not? Uh If it wasn't so hot. (laughs) But the idea is, this is exactly what you do and you create. You take universal energy, particles of the universe, particles of the stars, particles of all that is out there, you see, and you bring it through the body. And when you apply not knowing to it, then you begin to have 
the physical experience and the emotional and the thinking as well that is necessary to create what you want. And when you are in life passionately, you are also in life in the vibration of unconditional love, you see. Unconditional love is the experience of everything, all at once in one time, and the experience of nothing all at one time. Unconditional love is not an action, although it can be expressed as one. Unconditional love really creates in the saying of it, in the feeling of it, in the thinking of it, creates a vibration in the body that moves you to passion in the world, you see. Now, can you imagine being passionate from unconditional love into the world? You don't know how to do that. Good. <laughs> because not knowing will give you the opening to being that unconditional love passion in the world, you see. Mm -hmm. And so in doing so, now you are beginning to see the wholeness of the human being, the wholeness of the vibration of the universe, and as well, the unconditional love that is God in your heart. And so nothing is left out. All is included. Now, you see that you can begin to experience the love you are for the self. And isn't that a lovely thing? And you may say, well, I don't know if I love myself. Well, I say, well, how do you know you don't? You see? Because the love of yourself is not a thing to acquire. The love of yourself is already who you are. Are you here? Are you breathing? Do you have physical mass? Whatever the form may be. If you do, then you are already the experience of unconditional love and the unconditional love of self. It can be no other way. Uh -huh. So whatever you are thinking, whatever you've been told, all of that, ignore it because all you are is unconditional love already. You can't seek it, you can only be it. Mm -hmm. And then when you be it, what are you going to do with it? Good question. Mm -hmm. Take it into the world. How? You don't know yet. But as you ex begin to experience each time in each moment, being with another, being with yourself, being in unconditional love, one day you will come to say, oh, I see. It is who I am already in God's heart. Very good. So please ask the question at this time. Are we as a human race ready to increase our vibration? Yes, a very good question. Now let us explore this increase of vibration thing. What does that mean? That means being completely and fully in touch with the universal energy that is about you. Universal energy is the most expanded, highest, if you will, 
most powerful vibration that is. It is the universe. It is universal vibration. Given that you are a product of this universe, then allowing yourself to experience it brings you to it and it to you. Mm-hmm. So are you ready? As a human race, there is no ready. You are already that vibration mm-hmm. by having delivered yourself to this form. Now, the question is not are you ready? The question is, are you willing to do and give up and have everything necessary to experience it? Or shall we say, re-experience it? Mm-hmm. That's a, a good question in itself. I know the Taj Mahal is a mathematical equation that is absolutely perfect. How much does mathematical equation come into our energy and into our creativity? Yes, well, um, mathematical equation is the breaking down of physical vibration into understanding. Mm-hmm. And so in doing this, uh, mathematical certainty and also mathematical uncertainty brings you uh, to a vast experience of the three-dimensional world. Now, the dilemma is, at some point when you get beyond beyond the three-dimensional world, when you get into the very smallest of particles, that mathematic breaks down to the point where even physicists raise their hands and go, I don't know. (laughs) It is nonetheless perfect. It is nonetheless completely organized in its disorganization. You see? Mm -hmm. And we are very fond of saying energy moves. Human beings think about it. Yes, yes. My third question would be this, is if one is experiencing maybe the, um, the pain of, of suffering, of other people's suffering, picking up that vibration, how does one release that from oneself? Yes, well, uh, two answers to this question. First, um, do not be susceptible to their pain and suffering. Now, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Very simply, by letting go of the thing that they are going through in their suffering that is triggering inside of you. Mm-hmm. you see. Not that you look at somebody dispassionately, but you look at them passionately from the experience of having let go of whatever it is that is blocking you from being with them fully through their pain and suffering, you see. Mm-hmm. If you went to a nurse and you said, uh, you are with sick people all day long and you do operations and cut people open and all of these things, how can you possibly do that? And they will tell you, because I have the knowledge and know I can help. Right. You see? Mm-hmm. And so, when you are with somebody taking on their pain and suffering, look inside. It is not that they are making you in the pain and suffering yeah. is that you are now have to clear whatever it is in your body, in your thinking, your spirit, whatever, 
that is blocking you from being with them fully in the experience that both of you are together. Okay. And may I have one more? Yes, certainly, yes. We live in chaos all the time, and we are always trying to make order out of that chaos. Is that our natural balance as human beings? Well, yes, certainly, because if you look at chaos, what is chaos? Chaos is the very foundation of quantum physics. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it's the very foundation of who you are. You see? Mm -hmm. And when you label chaos as such, what you are doing is you are looking at the ephemeral, you see. You are looking at the situation, what to do with it, how to make it less painful, rather than looking inside and seeing where your pain is, letting it go so that your pain and suffering is released and you can more easily come to joy and pleasure. Mm -hmm. So it is both of those things. Do not try to make order out of chaos. Instead, embrace the chaos and be clear about what you are going to create in its presence. And this will bring you simplicity and order. So the creativity, the chaotic creativity is the order. Yes, most of because it is the constant in the human being, your ability to create vibrational, not knowing into life. Well, I know that we are incredibly creative beings, and especially when we allow, when we step into the not knowing, that is when we are most creative, the blank canvas. Yes. And if we allow ourselves, we will create things that are even beyond what we need right now. Uh, Nikola Tesla, for one, um, years ahead of his time, and yet his technology is only now being touched. I hope that the human race will allow more to step into the not knowing and allow creativity, uh, the creation of helping us advance forward and not go backwards is going to be prevalent in our yes, future. It, and it is most important to say to yourself, if it is good or bad, you like it, dislike it, you're sad, you're happy. Mm -hmm. You're angry with someone or having great pleasure. Keep asking yourself, what are you going to create with this? Yes. 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 Does so, this feel good or not? <laughs> yes. yes. I thank you so much for sharing not with so. us your wisdom. And so, my dear, until the next of our coming. Peace to you in this time. Thank you. <clears throat> Welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> that was wonderful. Such wonderful wisdom. And then when you listen back, when you listen back, you know, there's so much that you learn, you know, because as you said, you're not hearing it when it's happening. Right. Um, so yeah. when you listen back, uh, uh, is, uh, and by now, you, you know, this is probably all quite, quite commonplace for you, but are you ever surprised by the knowledge that is shared at the time? Well, um, from time to time. Uh, there's something that um, that I hear that I go, oh, wow, I, you know, 
that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And again, how, you know, how can, how can we use that? But um, there are a number of times when I've channeled and, um, and then sometime later I'll tell Shelly, oh, I had this great idea, this thing, that thing. And she'll say, oh, Katumi channeled that three weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So I'm left with it at some level. Yes. Um, and just continue to, to use it to grow and, right. and expand and, and, you know, do what it is I'm passionate about is supporting people and being family in the world. Now, I know that, you know, other channelers that I've spoken to, and, and I myself at one time when I was opening up too many channels, I didn't kind of protect myself. Is there anything that you need to do to protect yourself so that you're only channeling them and not opening the doors to others? Um, no, that's really never happened. Now, in the beginning, I channeled any number of, of energies um, for folks but I've never had an issue with something coming through or coming through at a time where I didn't, uh, didn't specifically say, and I'm going to channel now. Uh, I don't, I don't protect myself. Uh, what I do is I clear myself mm -hmm. and make sure that whatever stuff is going on with Tom, whatever stuff is yes. going on with me, I keep clearing it. Um, especially from doing the, the body work that I do, the CER work, um, in order to really support people, I've got to be as just absolutely as clear as possible. Because if I'm getting, um, uh, if I'm getting involved, or if you will, sucked into what's going on with them, then I can't help them. Right. I cannot help people past where, I ha where I've been myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so the more work I, I do in myself, the more clear uh, I work at becoming, um, the, the easier it is for the channeling and, and the body work. Yeah. Um, so for me, the, the channeling doesn't, it doesn't tire me out. I mean, I've channeled for three hours before. Yeah. Yeah, I actually um, find when you step into that, it's, it, it's a different form of energy altogether, yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. rather exuberating in many ways. Um, exactly. And, and as we said, everybody can channel. But the thing is, you know, I was very young and I, at that time, everything was open for me. And I was just the visions, the seeing, and, you know, like it was too chaotic. Yes. Needed a bit of order. And yes. I was kind of possessed, as for a better word, where an entity kind of came in. And, and that was not a very nice experience. Plus, I scared the hell out of my, my flatmates. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it's because I just... You know, I wasn't prepared. And that's the thing is that we're all capable of it. But as you said, make sure that, you know, you've, you're not bringing your own issues to it for a start. And that perhaps when you are first doing this, you ask for that protection. You know, for me, it's always the white light. And, and, and uh, don't be afraid of it. But at the same time, don't just open up every channel there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what I what I said is, you know, I'm I'm going to do this at will, mm -hmm. not by accident, right? Uh, and I'm not going to have anything come through that isn't um, that really doesn't support myself or people, right? Um, and I started channeling. You know, you were young. I would, you know, I was a bit older when I started, mm -hmm. so I was more grounded in. I guess, three-dimensional world, reality, business, science, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 
Oh, I was not not grounded yeah, at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, again, it's something that you choose. And the more I did it, the uh, the the easier it was um, to relax into it, to open myself up to it, and uh, find that again found that people were getting value. Yeah. Um, so again, go ahead. People think that once you go, you know, once you die, that's it. And they don't realize this is just a vessel that we're in, that we're in for this lifetime. And that, you know, once we transcend or ascend from this vessel, our energy and our cumulative knowledge of that energy is up in the ether, just ready to connect with someone. And, you know, I have um, a past colleague who would be working with, um, with Fractal and working with a few others, and he would allow the, that creativity to come through him and created an, an astounding things because of it. So just because this dies doesn't mean our energy signature, our knowledge dies. That just goes into that collective, doesn't it? Yeah, the, um, there's a specific energy that constitutes life in the body. Mm -hmm. A specific particles, energy, vibration, however you want to look at it. And when that energy is released, it brings with, a, with, a, brings with it the experience that we call us. Now, yeah. can we grab a particle and stick it in our ear and, you know, and experience that? No, it's not how it happens. No. But it is an accumulative thing. Yes. Um, energy, as it moves through the human condition, uh, is converted to information. Mm-hmm. So little tiny particles get into the cells and the cells do chemistry and the chemistry does uh, organs and the organs do thinking and does life. And, and so every particle as we experience it, even particles that move through us uh, carry information. Ultimately it becomes information. Yeah. And so if you can think of it that way, then there is no death. There is moving to a, a level of energy Yes. That um, that can be tapped into um, and used to create and expand and, and live a life. So we, we never cease to be. We just cease to be in this particular vessel. Yeah. So it, it, would, you, <laughs> would you say that, that, that we are here in this vessel for a particular reason, for a particular lesson? Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I really don't think that we come in with a thing that we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're here. Uh, and the question is not what am I supposed to do? The question is what am I going to do? I'm, How am I going to use And who am I doing it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so a preordained or preexistent reason um, in, in the way I look at it and the way I feel it um, really, that, and if it is, it isn't important. Because what's really so is we are this energy, we have this experience, and we are going as human beings to bring it out into the world. The question is, how do we focus it? How do we use yeah. it? What do we create with it? How do we channel um, it? Yeah. <laughs> I know Kitumi in the past has been asked about um, uh, past, uh, about uh, future life, you know, what happens, mm -hmm. and, and what he invariably says is uh, let's not worry about that. Master what you got here first. Right. 
<laughs> then well, we can talk yeah. about that later. Yeah, <laughs> and that the whole thing is is that we're so busy projecting forward. Is yeah. that what we plant today? and nurture today is what's going to grow tomorrow. So we really only have the gift of the present because the yes. present is really what is so important, the now. Yeah. And, and even the past doesn't yes. really flesh out the way we think it does. Right. I mean, yeah. you can have an idea of something happened to you when you were six years old and all the stuff about it and build a life positive or negative around it. And the truth is you really don't know that that happened. Mm -hmm. You've got that chemistry, you've got that neurology perhaps, but unless you have a video of it, you don't know. Now, a lot of videos going around, but I'll bet you these kids who are uh, uh, kids now and they grow up and they see these videos, they're going to say, that's not how it happened. That's yeah. not how I remember it. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Yeah, so I'm, even the past isn't, isn't yeah. quite as important as we make it, but you're exactly right. What's here now? What am I creating right now? You know, and that's what um, that's what being in the moment is about. Yes. Being here now. Yes. What do you have right now, this moment, this experience? Yes. And, you know, talking about memories, you know, uh, as a dimensional traveler, I was a very sickly child, so I was in bed a lot alone. And, you know, the, no TV or radio to entertain me. So I, I traveled a great deal and I lived other lives. And, uh, you know, very often it is, well, did I do that in this lifetime? I don't know. I still had the, the experience of doing it. So exactly. it doesn't matter which dimension you're in at the time. It's the experience of having done it. It doesn't matter where you did it or when. <laughs> yeah. And when I, when I work on people with the body work, that, you know, that's what I'll tell them. Mm -hmm. That if it's real, it's real. If it's perceived, it's real. Yes. It all looks the same. Yeah. So how do you know? You don't. The issue is, how are you going to let it go if it doesn't work for you right. and then create from that, from that new place? And that letting go is something that as human beings, we, we know we have a difficulty in doing. And um, is this part of our conditioning, our, you know, our patterning, you know, the inability to let go, holding on to something, even if it hurts? Yeah, it's a survival um, mechanism. Mm -hmm. And, and they're scared of the unknown because you keep saying to everybody, just go into the unknown. <laughs> you don't know, just go. And everybody wants to have that security, don't they? But I want to be feel sure. I'm secure when I step out there. And uh, we're not really designed for that, are we? Well, uh, we're not, but we can practice doing it. In fact, yeah. not no going into not knowing, creating from not knowing is indeed a practice thing. Yes. It's Do a it trust once. thing. <laughs> okay. Here's what happened. Here's what worked. Here's what didn't work. Do it yeah. again. Okay, yeah. here's the work. And what you're doing is neurologically and experientially, you are training yourself in the experience of not knowing and the ability to look from that knowing and then taking, using whatever's there to be created with and from. Yeah. yeah. The willingness is a word that keeps coming up here, isn't it? The willingness to open up and, and trust the knowingness of the unknown, the chaos you know, don't be so quick to put things into order, understand what the chaos is in, in the first place, because that's where the creativity is. That's where the gift is. And just the willingness to participate. You know, if you interact and participate in your life, you're not so busy thinking about it. You're busy doing it. Yes, there's, a, there's an ancient master painter, and I'm trying to remember who it is. I think it was Picasso, and I'm not sure. Um, but there he made a painting of himself painting. Mm. And if you look at his palette, it's chaotic. Yes. There's colors everywhere. Nothing has any order. But you look at the painting, you go, wow, that from that, 
That's yeah. really interesting. Yes. And yes. That, that's kind of how we are. Yeah. I think we undermine ourselves quite considerably, don't we? We, you know, we, we, we restrict ourselves so much just purely to the physical vessel without understanding that there's just so much more to us and that if we tap into that, we truly understand the capabilities of what we are here to do and just yep. how awesome we really are. Yeah, when you start to let go of those illusions, mm -hmm. And when you start to see really what the, the illusion is based in, uh, life, life can really open up and be magnificent. And uh, in the work that Shelley does, I talk about yes. her a lot because she's, uh, awesome. she's really supporting me <laughs> tremendously in my life and doing what I do. Mm -hmm. She's really the source of it, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. um, but she does uh, some work with women in letting go of their illusions. Mm -hmm. And the deeper they get into it, sometimes the more chaotic their lives get temporarily. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, we're sitting here, she's maybe sharing some of that, and we're sitting here going, yay! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> enjoy <laughs> the chaos! <laughs> yeah, yeah, enjoy it, because it's, you know, it's really the chaos is the soul of certain. Mm. Yes. Yeah, and you just, I think, wonderment needs to come back into us exploration we're designed to be adventurous to explore to have wonderment of what is what what could it be and, and that's where the creativity comes out and if we deny that we're denying yeah. exactly what we're here for I, yeah, I love that the, the wonderment that's that's terrific i'm going to steal that yeah, just, <laughs> keep wondering keep wondering and and don't just you can pause for a moment and enjoy where you are you know, but don't get complacent because then you get stagnant. You know, the waters need to run. The air needs to flow. The energy needs to go. And so we yep. need to be keep moving along with it. Yep. And you have to keep clearing it. And again, I'll go back to this. I know I have a couple of times. You need to go, go to clearing the body. Yeah. Letting go of so that energy has a place to move through. Right. If you're stuck. The energy is going to go, I'll just go somewhere else. Um, one of the things that I've been able to do over the years is actually, when I do the body work, is actually see the vibrational energy flow patterns mm -hmm. uh, that a person has and whether the energy is moving um, uh, appropriately for them or not. Uh, change that. And then set up the uh, set up the physiology of the body to support that and happening on an ongoing basis. Um, but that is that is the essential tool, I think, is is to clear the tool. You know, yeah. good new tool is always better than a used one. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you know how to use it. Yes, the using it. You know, you have already done that for me here today. I think unknowingly. Um, you know, my uh, for the last. 24 hours my shoulders and my arms have been tense like this and part of my physiological and, and just everything kind of obviously just piling up and my shoulders have most certainly relaxed since we've just been having our conversation so thank you for that energy that right. has come that way so um, you know I really appreciate it <laughs> big way so how do people get hold of you to have a session with you and what is the process of that well, they can um, call uh, the private number is 678-828-9145.
they can email me at Tom Negolo, N-E-G-E-L-O-W, at gmail.com. Um, we're also in the process of setting up a Facebook page. I'm looking at Shelly because she knows more about this than I do. Uh, um, the, and the name of the Facebook page is uh, The Voice of Unconditional Love. Mm -hmm. That's what um, that's what I've been called, so I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> and there's also a YouTube channel. Is that in place or is that coming? No, it's in place, but I believe the name is The Voice of Unconditional Yeah, the name of the YouTube page is The Voice of Unconditional Love. Excellent, excellent. Um, and, and do you do this virtually or do you actually have to have the people physically there? Well, I, I, no, either way, I can just do it over the phone. Um, we can do a Zoom. Um, I, you know, personal is fine. Uh, I think that people get a lot out of it when we do a, a personal individual session because they can really sit with the energy. Yeah. Uh, but it really doesn't make that much difference. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've done, I've done it all, you know, the, always. So. Yeah. And, you know, the world yeah. needs it right now and people need that right now. But people are inquiring. Okay, I, I accept the pause. I realize I've got to renew. But the, the old big word, as we mentioned in the beginning, the how. And so, yeah. you know, coming to you where you can kind of realign those energies and, and open them up so people can start exploring that how. Because we don't just manifest the how. It, it's, it's through the journey through the self-discovery that we discover what the how is, what the what is, and what the why is, right? So be willing to explore, you know, have the wonderment for life, yeah. which is important. And yeah. I invite people to listen to Shelley's show with me as well. She did a wonderful show on the women leadership right now. You know, women uh, have always been leaders in their own right, but we're seeing even more of it right now. And it's an invitation for our own leadership to come out. Plus, we did a show with Linus Woods, uh, Mullins, um, yes. and, uh, and they did a show on the program that they've got together. So I invite everybody to come back and listen to those as well. This is, you know, a, a, a three show of absolute abundance. And there's so much nurturing and love here. You're going to go away feeling really, really full. So, you know, please don't forget to share these shows. They're important. Um, and then open for discussion because we've got to not also be afraid of discussing things that are maybe perceived out there because the only reason why we're afraid of it is because no one's talking about it. And if we start talking about it, we realize, well, really, this is the normal, right? This yes. is the normal. Yes being experiencing energy is what I call not normal. It's natural. Yes. It's yes. a natural occurrence and it, it gives us, um, it gives us some tremendous experience into who we are and the passion and what we want to create. Right. It's tapping into those good, good, good vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, just give us your email again. So, um, People Again, my email is Tom Negolo, N-E-G-E-L-O-W, at gmail.com. Uh, you can also get a hold of Shelly. It's Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, Negolo, at gmail.com. Again, the phone number is 678-828-9145. And both the YouTube and the Facebook, Facebook page, uh, The Voice of Unconditional Love, will get you there. We're just starting to get uh, use that page. There'll be some videos on it, um, some channeling, uh, and 
just go there and, and, and we'll, we'll, we're building it a little slowly, but it'll get there. And I think you'll have a great time with it. It's some great information that'll be, that'll be coming on there. And, you know, don't forget to interact on, on those social medias, you know, ask questions, make comments. You know, this is the thing that we've also got to understand. It's okay to ask a question. No question is stupid, you know, uh, and it's, ask the question, lay down exactly how you feel or, you know, what something actually did for you. This is, this is what it's about, you know, communicating, yep. sharing, because from that we diffuse things that might be a bit scary. And then we open up going that this is just natural. Right. So. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, really my pleasure. Thanks you. so much for, for having me and our talking together it was great. And uh, for the wonderful, wonderful information. And, you know, really, it's just don't be afraid of the energy that runs through you. Don't be afraid of not knowing. Don't be afraid, period. Just be in wonderment of why you're here, how, what you're meant to do, how you're meant to do it, and be willing to take the journey in those good vibrations. Because yep. ultimately, that's what's going to reveal why we're here, right? Yep. And no matter what's going on, keep creating. Yes. That's what we need in the world, world war creation. Yeah. And uh, we realize we are a creation that's here to create. Right? Yep. Well, until next time, folks, please tap into your wonderful energy. Be willing to explore. Open up your wonderment because your awesomeness is waiting to come out. Until next time, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.